Let us pray. Heavenly Father, most precious Daddy, we thank you this morning. Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory. Thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you for the manifestation of this Son, just so that we may see and understand who we are and to understand our place in you and to see what is possible with us, your sons, today. And Father, we yield ourselves one more time to your plan, to your purpose, and every work that you have done, beginning this morning with an acknowledgement of every good thing that is inside of us, that is in us, because of Christ. And Father, we ask humbly this morning that you will continue your ministry to us, in us, and through us. Father, thank you. We give you all the praise. May our oneness never be a mystery to us again, but let it be our living reality. Thank you, precious Father, for we hold on not to our faith, but your faith. We hold on not to our love, but your love. And we hold on not to anything that we can or could ever do. But we hold on to everything that you have done for us. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And this morning, we take absolute authority over every wandering thought, every imagination of the heart, every stronghold that has prevented us from walking in the fullness of your reality. We reject them and we make them subject this morning, bring them under the power of the word about Christ. We give you the praise. And we give you the glory. And this morning, may strength be received where it's needed. Everyone that needs a door to open miraculously, may it open. We command those doors open to them in the precious name of Jesus. Sick bodies healed, pain get out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you have done. Thank you for we know your will for us is to do us good that we may live a beautiful life. That is your will for us. And Lord, because it's your will, we claim this morning, we accept this morning that it is our living reality in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, precious Father, for everything that you have done for us. May all praise and glory be unto you. May men look at us and know that indeed you are a good God. May our life be the eloquent expression of your grace. May we be the living episodes that the world read to see who you are. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' wonderful name we have prayed and my brothers this morning will say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen. And good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Sometimes we just have to add sisters so that those who have not come to understanding will not wonder why are we always saying brothers. But don't forget that in Christ there is neither male nor female. We are all sons of God. Amen. The son of God we talk about is not a gender thing. It is the reality of who we are in Christ. Amen and amen. And this morning... We will continue by the grace of God, looking at the ministry of Jesus. Don't forget, we are still talking about the secret to seeing, experiencing, and walking in the power of God. And that came out of our conversation for months on the manifestation of 
their sons of God. Praise God. And it is important as we build on to this secret, the secret that you follow step by step and let us and let the Holy Ghost himself take us to this place. It's important we understand why in many cases we have found it difficult to receive these miracles or to walk in them. We are trusting that our eyes of understanding will be lightened and not just that, that you and I will step into the dream of the supernatural more and more into the realm of signs and wonders praise god and this morning let me begin by reading the book of matthew chapter 8 verses 16 to 17 matthew chapter 8 verses 16 to 17 don't forget beloved the reason i'm reading this is so that we can see that the ministry of jesus was characterized by two things he was teaching them, he taught them, he did that school them on the kingdom of God, what the kingdom looks like. Don't forget the prayer, may your kingdom come as it is in heaven, don't forget. And the coming of Jesus and the release of the Holy Ghost is that kingdom and that kingdom has come. We are in that kingdom, so we need to be skillfully trained in the kingdom, in the nature of the kingdom, in the oppressions of the kingdom, in the reality of the kingdom, so that you and I can walk in it. Praise God. Even though we are in this world physically, but you and I know that in Christ, we are now in the kingdom of God. And I, and I have said this over and over. You know that that is true. No matter who prays for you, no matter how long you pray, if you walk according to the dictates of the world, you will get the result that the world gets. But so, so it is important for, for us that even though we are in this world, but we, but we run our lives and operate in the reality of the kingdom that God has given to us. Amen and amen. I had one of our fathers in the faith in this country who has gone to be with the Lord use this example. He said, I have never seen where America sends an ambassador to a foreign country. And then that ambassador gets to that foreign country and then leaves his work and gets so acclimatized to the people that he went to work with that he becomes like them. No, even though America sends an ambassador to Nigeria, don't forget, that man or that woman is still an American. Even though he's in Nigeria, he is an American. Even the place that he leaves, his official residence is not Nigeria, it's America. The car he drives is America and the work he wakes up every day to do is to pursue the interest of the government that has sent him. He will not come here and begin to talk like us and begin to walk like us and begin to behave like Nigerians. No, even though he is in Nigeria, he is still an American. So he thinks like American. He talks like American. He walks like American. Why? Because he is here to carry out the mandate of his country. I hope that helps us to understand the difference between walking in the spirit and in the flesh, the difference between walking in the heavenly realms and on the earthly realms. 
The difference between walking in the in the dynamics of the kingdom as opposed to following the ways of men. Don't forget, you and I are of the kingdom of God. We are sons and daughters of the Most High, and so we ought to walk like one. Praise God. So, let me go back to explain. The ministry of Jesus was characterized by two things, teaching and healing. Don't forget, beloved, Jesus is an example. So, here he goes. The Bible says, that evening, the people brought to him many who were demonized, and by Jesus only speaking a word of healing over them, they were totally set free from their torment. Look at the words in the TPT translation. They were totally, that means they were completely, that means they were absolutely set free. Now, it's important that we see the work of Jesus and the nature of of his work when he healed he healed them completely when he set free he set them totally free amen and amen so watch this the bible says they were totally set free from their torment and everyone not some of them and everyone who was sick received their healing everyone and i know and i trust and i can see beloved we are coming to that place where everyone who is sick will be healed everyone who is sick will be healed as it was with christ walking in capernaum walking in galilee so it has come again to be that everyone who is sick receives their healing amen and amen. Now listen to this carefully. Verse 17 added, in doing this, that means in doing this work, Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. And remember, the ministry of Jesus as documented in the gospel was, was prophesied many times line by line by prophet Isaiah, who lived about five to six hundred years before Jesus came. And if you have been following me for a long time, you will recall that, that we have looked at that prophecy. If you want to take a look at it, Isaiah 53 talks about the works of the Messiah, the works, the works of the anointed one. Isaiah 53 talks about the works of Jesus. And then Isaiah 54 talks about the glory that shall follow after Jesus has completed his work. Amen. That's just a reminder. So, what did Isaiah say concerning this? The Bible says, He put on himself our weaknesses and he carried away our diseases and made us well. Beloved, this was the prophecy concerning the Messiah, concerning the coming of the anointed one. And that prophecy says, when he comes, he put on himself our weaknesses and how did he do it by going to the cross by dying for us he put on himself our weaknesses don't forget he put on himself our weaknesses and he carried away our diseases and made us well again please beloved pay attention to this line the bible says he carried away our diseases and made us well not that he made us sick uh -uh. the bible says he made us well 
So again, you can see that sickness is not, will never be the handiwork of God. No, there is sickness in the world because the world is in a fallen state. And how? Because of the sin of man. And how did we get to sin? We got to sin because we received the knowledge of good and evil. And wherever that law is in oppression, sin becomes a reality. And when sin becomes a reality, the consequences of sin becomes a reality. And none of these is the handiwork of God. In fact, his work is to remove what has gone wrong. Again, this is why, beloved, Jesus came to remove the foundation of all our problems. How did he do it? He paid for our sin. And right now, you and I are no longer walking in that law of sin and death. No, we are now walking in the law of the spirit of life praise god and that spirit of life makes us well if you remember our journey in romans chapter 8 the bible now says if that same spirit that raised jesus from the dead and that scripture was to give us an example of what it means that the spirit of life now lives in us and it says for example if that spirit of life dwells in us in the same way that spirit raised the dead body of Jesus from the grave, he says in that same manner, that spirit will supply life to our mortal bodies. And that means that that spirit can supply life to every cell in our body, every cell in our body. And I speak to your body this morning, no matter what the is no matter what it has been no matter what medical science say i speak this morning may that spirit of god in you begin to release life to every cell in your body to every organ in your body in the precious name of jesus that henceforth you will no longer see yourself as the sickly one. You will begin to see your body as receiving life. Don't forget, receiving life from the Spirit of God within you. And in the same way the body of Jesus was quickened, may your own body also be quickened in the precious name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, having said that, let's move on to understand some profound truths about the ministry of Jesus. Some profound truth because we need to understand his ministry and understand what is going on right now. Amen and amen. Now, as I look at it, there are five dimensions I could see in the ministry of Jesus. There are five dimensions that I could see in the ministry of Jesus. And this morning, I will begin by sharing number one. And that is this. The first dimension of the ministry of Jesus was number one. Don't forget to show us the way. The number one thing Jesus did was to show us the way. Don't forget, Jesus was the example son. So everything he did, as we read in the Gospels, was to show us what is possible with us who are now just like him. 
we are now his brothers we are now just like him so the first thing jesus did once he got here was to show us what it means how a son of god could live among men and bring down heaven to earth so what did he do he first took our own likeness to show us what sons of God in this likeness could do. Don't forget, beloved, Jesus took our humanity. And so he was hungry. And so he was tired. And so he had to take a shower. And so he went to toilet. That means the normal things do as humans. He did all that. And he related with people. He sat down. He ate. I'm sure his clothes were washed by either soap or however their clothes were washed in those days. If they had to get a haircut, he had to get a haircut just like a human being. And why did he do that? He first took our nature before he gave us his own nature. So Jesus was a combination of man and God walking as one. And friends, don't forget, that is our reality today. The new creation man never existed before. Don't forget, before Jesus came, there was no one like him. So the new creation man never existed. The combination of divinity and humanity in one person had never existed before. But he did that to show us the way. Jesus was born in a village. You and I was born in a village, whether it's in a village or town, but we were born somewhere. Jesus had earthly parents, but don't forget, he had a heavenly father. So also with us, we have earthly parents, we have a village, but you got to understand that our life is far beyond that, just like the life of Jesus. So the first dimension we ought to understand concerning the earthly ministry of Jesus was that he showed us an example he showed us the way so when you go back and read how jesus was healing them how jesus was setting them free from their torment how everyone who was sick received their healing he did that to show us what our work should look like what you and i should be doing don't forget he did not do it as god he did it as a man full of God. He did it one more time, I will repeat, as a man full of God. Just like you and I today, we are in that place as his brother, the same DNA, the same nature, and the same spirit that was upon him now lives in us. To say it the other way, Jesus now lives in us. Praise God. Amen and amen. It might make more sense to you now while the Apostle Paul will now say, The life I live, it is no longer I who live, but the Christ who is in me. Beloved, I'm going to sign off here now because of time, but don't forget the first dimension of the ministry of Jesus was that he came to show us the way, to show us the nature, the behavior, and the possibilities that are with the sons of God. So when you look at Jesus, 
when you read the account in the gospel, you can say, okay, this is how my life ought to be. Beloved, it shouldn't be anything less than that. For the fact that it has not become our reality does not mean it's not possible. And that's why the gospel is being restored that teaches us that as he is, so are we in this world. Praise God. Amen and amen. So, enjoy your day. Don't forget, beloved, keep me in your prayers as I keep you in mine. And let me also remind you one more time that this is our month of outreach. If you've been receiving those messages, I highly encourage you to send across. Freely you have received, freely you shall distribute. Amen. If it has been a blessing to you, you certainly know that it's going to be a blessing to someone else. Again, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and let me sign up here today. And don't forget, beloved, this morning you have been served. Shalom.